Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. How many have been liking this series on the Holy Spirit? Okay, now today, you know, you might be visiting or checking this out. You might, some of you got the Holy Ghost and all that stuff, and some of you are working on this stuff. I want to tell you why this is so important. There's a couple things I want to say about the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit is very misunderstood in the body of Christ. So there's a lot of stuff we have to do. There's a lot of knowledge we have to receive. Sometimes what happens, we're, we're, we, we are unaware about where he's trying to take us. So because of our lack of understanding about him, we don't know how he operates. Is that okay? So these are the enemies to this if you're not careful. Lack of understanding the Holy Spirit can really mess up our relationship with Him because we're highly apprehensive to pressing into Him. Does that make sense? So we got to learn who He is biblically, not based upon what we heard or you know what you got in church or what we think. We got to get a biblical perspective of who the Holy Spirit is because how many know what the Bible says He is is who He is and what He does. Sometimes our opinion of Him can be a little skewed because of religion. Second thing is this, you got to be careful. Sometimes this stuff becomes, it, you almost could get a little bit fearful about this stuff. Not in a weird way. Some of you know what I'm talking about. When it's new to you, though, like, I'm kind of scared of that stuff. Like, what's going to happen to me if I go into the things of the Spirit of God or I start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit? If I get filled with the Holy Ghost and praying in unknown tongues, that's a little scary, man. Some of you know what I'm talking about. When you first came in and we start talking about all this stuff, you're a little bit like, what in the heaven is going on? I'm kind of a little bit freaked out. So simply, sometimes being afraid of something means it almost controls us from going forward in that subject. And let's be serious. How many know this is beyond natural comprehension? You pull that in? This isn't something you naturally perceive. This is something you have to spiritually receive. Natural mindedness is going, this is crazy. What's going on? God's going to lead me. God's going to speak to me. God wants me to pray. Whoa, I don't know if I'm ready to sign up for this one. This is a little bit of a stretch. So there's another thing. What I don't understand, maybe I'm a little bit afraid. And here's a big one too, doctrinal differences. Now, I grew up in denominational church. I didn't even talk about this stuff. Holy Spirit, I was like, you know, all we knew was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's it. I didn't know who he was and what he did and operate, let alone learn about praying in the Spirit. So there's a lot of things about the Spirit of God that if you're not careful, you could maybe not have understanding. You could be a little bit afraid. And it's okay to say afraid in church. Not like fear, like phobic, you know, but a little bit out there, man. I don't know what that's all about. Apprehensiveness. And then most of all is this. Man, I was taught you ain't even supposed to go there with that stuff. Doctrinal differences, right? There's whole denominations tell you, you want to go be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you better be careful, man. Some of you grew up. Modern mainline religion does not receive this stuff. Think about it, right? So you're going, whoa, now you got this curve of what you got to kind of learn through. And if you're not careful, you could allow all three of those things to affect you from walking with the Spirit of God just because those unknown subjects internally, like, I don't know what's going on. Okay, I get it. Or, hey, whatever. Or this doctrinal difference is keeping me from here. So let's see who he is. Let's see what he says. And let's see what he does biblically. And then we go from there. 
And you ain't got to learn this all in a day. You know, in the morning service, I think I said something really helped them. I got this, co I coach these guys, right? I got guys and girls I coach. I love it. It's probably one of my favorite things to do besides pastor in the church because I like getting in there because you could tinker with these guys and get them there. Man, I was getting so fed up with a lot of them because they were wearing me out. Not the ones that, let me say, none of you guys in here were wearing me out. But the, well, maybe a few of you. But they were like, I'm like God. And I was really like bringing it, you know, like hard. Like, you better get this fixed, bro. I'm getting tired of this, you know, like getting on them. Because like, you know, like you're like a dad. You know what I mean? Like, you know, your dad was hard on you sometimes. Like, straighten up. And you're like, kind of like, give me a break, bro. Right? And I'm like, and the Lord rebuked me. Straight up. He's like, your problem is you're not long-suffering. Rebuke me like like rough. Not in a mean way, but like start being long-suffering because I am. I'm like, we've been doing this for 10 years. How much long-suffering do we have to have until they get it? Man, my Joel, my heart changed. I became more loving and compassionate. And it's kind of like almost like, I, this is going to sound so bad, but this is what I learned. I almost kind of like, Seriously, I almost kind of signed, I signed off on the progress of we're going to get better tomorrow. I had an outer body experience, man, because I'm like, this is not me. And God said, yeah, I don't want it to be you. I need it to be me. Because your standard of Christianity is higher than mine. You didn't hear what I just said. The Lord said to me, the Lord, because I didn't want to, John, I didn't want to hear this. He said, your standard of Christianity is higher than mine. Lower the bar. Give them some time. And they're going to see it. And I was like, man, you're making me like compassionate, bro. To the point where I didn't even have compassion like this. Because I'm thinking you could fix this by now. God said, you're not me. You're not long-suffering. I'm long-suffering. You're not. Give them time. I start seeing it. I say, man, you're so much different than we think you are. We think like you're going to come in there and God's going to hammer you and then he's going to get mad at you because you didn't change all of that again. You know, years go by and months go by and you're you're still doing the same. And God's like, no, I'm long-suffering. Give him time. And I'm pulling my hair out of my head what's left. And I'm going, you got to be kidding me. Like, shouldn't you have gotten this by now? And he's like, you're not being me again. That's not how I respond to people. Not how that's not how I operate with people. See, you got to remember this. Don't ever forget this. God responds to you in love. That's how God responds to people. But God responds to your problems with faith. You ready to say? God responds to you personally in love. God responds to your problems with faith. So sometimes what happens is we can muddy the water because we try to respond to people with faith. When we need to just respond to people in love. And then we need to respond to people's problems in faith, but never the person. You respond to people in love. Then they'll catch up. But you respond to people's problems with faith. Does that make sense? You can't just go to people and say, here's the faith you need. No. Respond to people in love, and then everybody will catch up. God's not watering it down. God's not getting there. God's not saying, well, you know what he's doing? He's getting us to see. Look what he says in John. And we talked about this. He explained, if you really love me, you'll keep and obey my commands. Kind of trying to tell us what you need to do. 
hey, you got to kind of try to follow me as best you can. Okay, but look at the next verse. He reveals part of his character. Look what he says. And you remember we read this a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago we talked about this. He said, and he will give you another comforter. This is who the Holy Spirit is. Write these down or take a picture. He will give you another who? He's a comforter. He's a counselor. He's a helper. He's an intercessor. He's an advocate. He's a strengthener. He's a standby. And he will remain with you forever. So now here's what you got to realize. This is the Holy Spirit. You ready for this? He's a what? A comforter. Now this is his character. Okay? Now here are the attributes of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready for this? Okay? He's a, he's a comforter. He's a counselor. He's living in you. He's a helper. He's an intercessor. He's an advocate. He's a strengthener. He's a standby. He's going to stay with you forever. He's love, fruit of the Spirit. This is who he is. He's a person. This is the Holy Spirit. If you could pick, paint a picture of the Holy Spirit, okay, just say you could put, just say you could paint a picture of the Holy Spirit in a bodily form. He's the best counselor you've ever seen in your life, and he lives inside of you. He's a person, man. But he's also the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? So what are the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Nine fruits, nine gifts. Okay, what he does is the gift of faith, the work and the miracles. You hear? You understand it? The demonstrations of the gifts, tongues and interpretation, prophecy, that's what he does. So there's nine gifts of the Spirit. Those are the manifestations of his personality. Okay? Fruit of the Spirit is who he is in person. So nine fruits are who he is. Nine gifts are what he does. The attributes are what? They flow through the counselor. They flow through the strengthener. They flow through that. Does this make sense? This is the person living inside of you. So the more you become familiar with his personality through the word of God, the more you understand when he's communicating with you. We're not going to make it deep. Let's just make it slow. Let's just check it out. Look what he says. But he explains to you what his deal is. Did you pull that in? Okay. Now look what he says. He is the spirit of truth. Look at 16, 17. He's the what? He's the truth. He's only leading you to truth. Now, here's the problem why we don't step out in that. Sometimes we don't feel like we're following the truth because we go, oh, wow, I missed it. Well, if you missed it, that means you didn't follow him because he always leads you to truth. You got to practice the presence of God. It's okay to miss it as long as you keep trying. Is that okay? That's what Romans 8, 1 is all about. There is therefore now no condemnation that enter in Christ Jesus for the law of the spirit of life in Christ set me free from the law of sin and death. Lord of spirit of life in Christ, law of sin and death. For they that walk after the spirit, just try. See what I'm saying? Try to be led. Try to flow. Try to hear it the best you can. We're all navigating as we go. Okay? So look at this. Keep going. You all right? The world cannot receive him. They don't know him. But you what? You know and recognize him. For he lives with you and will be in you. Come on, you got the Holy Ghost living in you, man. Come on. You're like, I don't know where he is. He in there, man. You got to start fellowshipping, you know what I'm saying? You got to start leaning, start asking questions like, talk to me, speak to me, help me, lead me, guide me. Let me know. And you want to know how you know it? It's like a witness. You know what a witness is? Let me explain this to you, right? Do you hear him? Nah, I don't hear him audibly but I know him. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to be led by the inward witness. You ever try to go do something and just can't do it? 
and you kind of feel like you're going to go call somebody, but you just can't call them yet? You ever feel like you got to call them right now? Got to do that right now? You're being led more than you know you are. Remember this morning when you felt like going to church? That was the Holy Ghost. Remember in the morning when you didn't feel like going to church? That was the devil. Come on, I'm being serious. You, the devil like, stay home. You can watch it on TV. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 but you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to start cultivating this and try to play. I play around with it. You know what I mean? The other day I asked the Lord, right? I got a little, I was like, man, God, man, I got to do some stuff. I'm like, show me, tell me when you want me to sow. Then I got nervous about it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, tell me when you want me to hear. Tell me what you want me to see. Ask questions all day long. You got to start asking questions. Are you, you understand this? Ask questions out loud. Like, hey, tell me what to do. Tell me what's up. Show me this. Show me that. Explain to me. Talk. Out of your mouth. Out of your mouth. He's a person. What do, I don't call Kevin up and go, Kevin. He'd be like, PC, why are you calling? Hey. I communicate with the dude, bro. I sent Mike a text the other day. I was praying for you. Boom. He's talking to me, seeing the kids. We're going to go to a baseball game. Come on, man. Communicate. Well, I don't see him. I texted him. I didn't see him. I called him. I didn't see him. Why don't you start doing this with God? Well, I don't see him. I didn't see them. But they respond to my senses. Saw the text. I hear his voice. See this? Communicating all day long. I got pictures of coyotes. I'm going to get a fur coat made out of coyote. You watch. It'll be awesome. Give me a big long fur coat. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, come on. Are you here? Are you getting? I'm, I'm letting it set in. Are you getting this? You're doing this all day long. You're sending texts. I don't see Aaron. I don't see Joel. He's in Canada for crying out loud. I talked to him on the phone. I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? He's like, hey, I always ask him how cold it is because it's usually warmer here, and I like to rub that in a little. But, you know, are you here? You do this all day long. Why aren't you doing this with God? What am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? Reveal some stuff to me. Show me how I can be a better dad. Gigi will tell you how. Stop pinching her. I've been pinching her lately, and I like it. And then, why? She's feisty as all get out. Point number one, write this down. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. He's the spirit of grace, man. Come on, man. Do you know what that means? He's giving you his blood. I got the best definition of grace out there. You ready for this? I don't care what they tell you. Listen to me. It is God's ability. This is the definition of grace. Because I had to go dig this up. It, this is grace. God's ability in you allowing you to do what you could not do by yourself. It's not weakness, and it's not opportunity for you to go sin. That's why the, they, the church jacked up the grace message, made it sloppy mercy. That is not what grace is. Did you hear what I said? That they made it sloppy mercy, a lot of them. Oh, yeah, you can. No, 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 no. It's the greatest empowerment. You want me to prove it to you? Old Testament, what's it say? The Old Testament says if you hate your brother, look at me. I'm telling you, pay attention. Get this. This is grace. Are you ready for this? You've heard me say this before. Old Testament says if you kill your person, you shall be killed. Does it not? What's the New Testament say? If you got hate in your heart, it's as good as murder. Which one's harder? Okay, watch this. Old Testament said this. You sleep with somebody ain't your wife, you'd be killed. New Testament said you got lust in your heart towards somebody, it's as good as committing 
Which one's harder? Which one's harder? Come on, church. Come on, you all, you Bible scholars. Which one's harder, grace people? I tell you, what's a whole lot harder? Having hatred in your heart for somebody? That's a whole lot harder than murdering somebody. Hello? God said, if you got it in your heart, it's as good as doing it. Wow. Which one's harder? New Testament life. But what did he give you to combat that? Greater grace. That means you have the ability to live a life you could not live on your own. You got to learn how to yield on God. Some of you got some ideas in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm mad at somebody. Or I'm a, don't worry about it. God's grace will work on you. But what am I trying to get you to understand? This grace is the greatest power you've ever seen in your life. This ain't no license to sin. It's a license to serve better than you ever served a day in your life. It's going to give you power to do what you could not do on your own, man. That's why Jesus said, and the life which I now live. Come on, somebody. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Grace is a powerhouse force. He gave you grace. Look what he said in Hebrews 10, 29. He calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of grace. He said what? And he said, how much more can you what? If you trample underfoot the Son of God and the blood of Jesus, make it no big deal. He said, but who can mock the spirit of who? Grace. It's the spirit of God. It's the Holy Ghost. So write this down. Who is the Holy Ghost? He is the spirit of grace. Definition equals. Brian, what's it equal? It is God's power inability in you allowing you to do what you could not do by yourself cole what's tomorrow going to look like when a problem shows up i'm greater than it because grace is in me i got the holy spirit in me is the spirit of grace you understand this you pulling this in what's that mean if it's in front of me i'm bigger than it i'm better than it i'm better than it i'm stronger than it not in my own ability grace is going to kick in come on Come on, grace is going to kick in. Come on. Are you here? You pulling in what I'm saying? You don't look like it. You look like y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. Come on. you got Because what are you going to do? You got to know that's in you. Take a step of faith. You got to take that step. Because why? You got to realize this. Check this out. Now watch these scriptures. Because these scriptures are going to help you if you really listen to me. Okay? You got to pull this in. I've been living in Romans chapter 8. Come over here. Look at Romans 8, 14. I got it into passion. I've been living in Romans 8. We're getting ready to get busy, and God's been downloading this, so I know this thing's on. Now, this is, you know, Romans 8, 14, here, Romans 8, 16, for as many led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. You know what I mean? For the Spirit itself, himself, should be translated, bears witness from our spirit that we are the sons of God and all that stuff. Now, you understand there's no gender in the Bible like this, right? Unless he says woman or man or husband or wife. So when he says men, he's talking about women. When he says sons, he's talking about women. So you're in the combo package here. So don't think you've been left out. You know what I mean? Like I've had people ask me that before. Why doesn't he say that? Because he don't. He looks at the human race. You hear? Now watch what it says. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. You know what that is? The leading. You know what an impulse is? The leading. Now look what he says. Check this out. Watch this. You did not receive the spirit of religious duty. Hmm. Leading you back into the fear of what? Oh, you better underline that one, man. I don't feel like I'm enough. That's the devil. That ain't the spirit that God gave you. You're more than enough. Look at your neighbor say, you're more than enough. You're more than enough. He said, that's the fear. Trying to come in and make you think you ain't enough. You're more than enough. Woo! 
Better get this. I'm going to jump off the pulpit. You feel it? Right? Come on. Leading you back in fear. You ain't free from fear. Next time you hear you ain't enough, what are you going to tell the devil? Shut your mouth. No, you talking new. I'm royalty, bro. You better elevate yourself to where God puts you. And guess what? If God didn't want to put me here, and I always tell you this stuff. I, I don't know why you don't listen to me. Yeah, you ever been sent somewhere you should not be sitting? Oh, my God. You know how many times this happened? And I don't want to tell nobody I ain't supposed to be there, but I took everything they gave me. That's the problem with some of you. I don't belong here. Well, why, why, I don't thank God. I don't go where I don't care if I belong. I'm going anyway. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never thought like that. You've ever been somewhere? It's like surreal. Like, man, there's some people in here. Guess what? Who said you ain't supposed to be there? Just don't tell nobody. I told you that time I went to that real fancy dinner. One of those big money people. They had forks and spoons on the top of the plate. I didn't know what to do, dude. There was more silverware in that thing than I ever seen in my life. Plates were like, everything was expensive. And the, four, the forks and spoons went out this way, and then there was two on top. I said, I don't know if that's ice cream or what, but I ain't touching nothing until somebody moves on the table. Just don't tell nobody. Act cool, man, ball. Just chill. I just chilled. I was like, that joker goes for that top thing. I'm going to get it. You know, I didn't know what's up. We didn't have none of that stuff at the house. You know what I'm saying? She got China, but we didn't know what to do with that stuff. I was like, praise God. I Tony, I didn't move, man. I'm act like I belong. You know, praise be to God. How you doing? Doing great. How are you? How are you, sir? Yes, great. Nice to meet you, you know. I'm in this event like, praise be to God, man. These people got more money than know what to do with. I was like, all right, praise the Lord. I belong here. How did you get there? Invitation only. <laughs> I'm sitting there all the while thinking in my head. Only reason why I'm here, God said, my gift will make room for me in front of people I should never be brought before. What you do? I'm the preacher. Evan will tell you, I'm the preacher, right? We go to play. Oh, that's, that's the preacher. <laughs> we were just talking about that the other day. Oh, the guy was funny. That one guy was funny too. He goes like this. Oh, you're the preacher. Yeah, I'm the preacher. Yeah, I'm the preacher. Go somewhere like that. They say, you, God put you there. Why are you downplaying where God's trying to take you? Because you want to be like everybody else? You don't want to be like everybody else. You have never been designed to be like everybody else. God put something special on you. Let it go. Let it loose. And let it flourish in the earth and go and overflow. Look what he says. I'm going to prove it to you. When I prove it to you, you see it. You cannot deny it. You didn't receive the what this religious nonsense. That's a problem. People want to play religion. Religion's garbage. You understand me? Look what it said. Leading you back into fear of never being enough. That's what you felt like when you were lost. You ain't lost no more. Why are you acting like that now? Well, you ain't enough. I'm more than enough. Glory to God. You're more than enough. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than anything you face. Well, it don't look like it. Man, I'm like a jack-in-the-box. Just keep cranking on the handle long enough, and I'm going to pop out of this thing. Cut it out, man. Well, it don't look like you're prospering. Shut up. You don't know my future. Tell them ding-dong. You don't know how much seed I got in the ground. Don't worry about what I'm prospering. Don't look like you're doing that. Just hang on long enough. Come back. I had this ding-dong when I came to town here, and he's a ding-dong. He tried to invite me to go to lunch. I thought me and Pastor Liz thought we were going to lunch with this preacher in town. Oh, God, you don't know what it is. Leave me alone. I, God's ready to rebuke me half the time anyway. It's all right. 
I, I thought we were going to lunch. He invited me to lunch. And me and her go to lunch. I was like, this will be nice. He sits down. He goes, he sat down. And, you know, he's like all cool. He's like, well, I'm so, you know, great. nice to have you here. Him and the wife. Oh, pray. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. And then all of a sudden, this table shifted quick. He's like, oh, well, I seen guys like you come and go. I said, oh, it's going to be one of those kind of lunches. Oh, you seen guys like me come and go? Okay, that's cool, bro. He gave me his little thing. Tried to see guys like you come and go. I said, hey, bro, do me a favor. Come back in five years. Because then I play nice, but then I don't play nice no more. I said, God bless you. But you want to know what? She was there. She could testify. She's probably in the back nodding her head. I said, do me a favor. I said, come back in five, ten years, and here's the deal. We'll see if I'm still here. But I guarantee you I'll be here. But you won't. Because I'll, I'll, what? Are you arrogant? I'm not arrogant. Don't try to come here and tell me I ain't going to be here. I'm here and you're not. Why? Because you were supposed to be encouraging me. Instead, you got threatened by me and you tried to blow my candle out and make me quit early. Woe unto you, ding dong. Let me tell you something right here now. You think everybody in your life's on assignment to help you get you there? They're there to try to derail you from getting there. You better shut some voices down and know what? Look what that scripture said. Know what? That what? Never being good enough? You better lose that thing. The God you serve is more than enough. You better shut some voices out of your life. I was polite. Next time I seen him, I was cordial. But guess what? What? Who's talking to you? Because you've received the spirit of full acceptance. Unfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. Feel like you're alone. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. God cares. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join in him saying, the words of tender affection, beloved father. That's because you got adopted into this family. Look, it gets better. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us. As he whispers into your being, you are God's beloved children. That's you, man. Anybody talking different like that around you, you need to cut that thing off because that ain't what you're supposed to hear. Shut it down, man. Who you think you are? Why you think you can't? Because God said, you ain't elevating yourself above nothing that your father didn't say you already were. Look what it says next verse. And since you're his true children, we qualify to share all his treasure. You better take a picture of that. What you mean his treasure? That's the last Will and testament. That is what God wants to leave you as an inheritance. I don't care what it looks like, sounds like, feels like. This is your inheritance. The last will and testament is what God has left you. And if you find it in that book as part of your inheritance, you can claim it. You can keep it. You can confess it. You can believe it. You can receive it. It doesn't make a difference what it looks like. Because guess what? When it shows up, you're going to know what God said he can do. He can do. And we are joined heirs. You're an heir of God who wants you to have this stuff. God, let me tell you right now, oh, this way. Oh, you're trying to lift yourself up. God said the earth and the fullness thereof is his. The silver is mine. The gold is mine. The cattle is mine. The hills are mine. Everything's mine. And you over there going, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to have it. God already said it's yours. Just take it. 
Get around these people that are talking all down. Get away from that stuff. Just believe big. Look what it says. Look what it says. And then an heir. Watch this. And watch this. Watch this. We also inherit all that he is and all that he has. And we will experience a co-glorified with him. Being co-glorified with his what? Provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. Well, praise be to God. I got news for you. Whether you wanted to accept the suffering or not, you're living it. Praise be to God. You might as well get the reward. This is the thing. Because here's point number two. Remember this, he is trying to reveal unto you, he wants to show you God's plan for your life. Sometimes when you see it, it's so big, it blow you out. God, your plan is so big for me, man. I don't know if I have the faith to comprehend that. It's huge. That's how God sees you. God does. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you, man. That's why you got to just keep pressing for it. See, here's the thing with people. They get tired of pressing. Don't get weary and well-doing because you're going to receive if you don't faint. Just keep pressing. Look what he says here. Check this out. Are you pulling this in? Because I'm telling you right here now, sometimes you think like hey, they're going to have a parade for you. There ain't going to be no parade for your plan of God. There's going to be a fight. Somebody asked me the other day, say, what, what, what do you got to do? You got to fight the fight of faith. And the fight of faith isn't to get it. The fight of faith is to keep what you got. You got but already you got to see it's yours. See, most of the church is doing this. See, I'm going to tell you what. I'm working on this thing. God's been downloading this thing in me. He, look, you're beyond believers. You guys are sons. When you take that position, you become an heir. When you become an heir, you rule like a king. You hear what I just said? You are beyond believers. Well, I am a believer. Move beyond believing. Let's say this. Move beyond believing and step into sonship. It's different. You understand what that means? I ain't got to believe. I already believe. Now I'm a son. Once you become a son and a daughter of God, now it's part of my inheritance. What do I got to believe? I ain't got to believe Jack. I just got to receive. Come on now. You, you hearing me today. And if I'm an heir and a joint heir with Christ, it's my inheritance. What you got to believe? I already believe. Now I receive. Read Galatians chapter 4 when you go home. It said what? He said, it's hard for a servant to receive anything, not knowing all the while he's a son. I ain't no servant and I ain't no slave. And you ain't no servant and you ain't no slave. You a son of the almighty God. I'm not getting anything that doesn't belong to me. It's mine. It's yours. Tell the enemy, you know who you're talking to? You royalty, man. I'm royalty. He said, reign in life like a king. King don't got to talk twice. That's who you are. Get a revelation of royalty in your life. That's who I am. I ain't believing. And I'll tell you right now. Listen, you get my, you understand the way I'm saying it. You already believe. I got to believe for it to happen. No, I'm demanding because it's mine. I don't got to believe for inheritance. It is my inheritance. I don't have to believe for the promises. They are my promises. I don't have to believe that God wants to. He already said he did it. I just got to what? Demand what's rightfully mine. You're a king and a priest. Take your place. I'm not living like some servant. I'm a son of the almighty God. Get out of the way. You start, I'm going to tell you what starts happening. You start talking like that. Stuff's going to start finding you. It's going to start attracting you. What, who do you think you are? What do you mean who do I think I am? I think I am what he said I am. I think I have what he said I can have. I think he can do what I said he can do. I believe what he said. I'm not mad. I'm just telling you I'm emphatic about it. Why? Because this is what I know. What? Who am I? Who are you? No, who are you? Who do you think you are? 
Lord, Son of the Almighty God. You want to say it real quick? Go, go Galatians 4 and 1. King James is fine. You all right with this five more minutes I keep you in church? You can come play something soft. And then you're all going to get filled with the Holy Ghost that ain't filled. So don't, don't detach. And if you don't want to get filled with the Holy Ghost today, come back next week. we get you filled next week. We got over 50, 60 people got filled with the Holy Ghost. I know it's a little weird. Yeah. There's probably now about eight more. How many went this morning? About eight? Was it about eight of them? That little boy, that little boy got filled, man. My God in heaven. How old was that kid? Eight years old, little boy went back there, got filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what it is? It's the kid. I don't want to say before before, but that little joker been going to church here all those years. He went back there. The Holy Ghost still all over him when I went back there. Eight years old. Got the Holy Ghost. Prayed in unknown tongues. I seen him back there. You can see the glory on him too. You can see it on him. Like I went over there and said, that kid got God on him right there. He's like, he's all smiling. I wanted to give him money. I didn't have something in my pocket. Give him money next week. But yeah, I ain't got no problem bribing these kids either. Yeah, no, I'll read your Bible. I'll give you 20 bucks. Why? They go out there and they mow a lawn. They get paid. You put the spiritual work in. You should give them money. Some of you parents just say, you read and learn scriptures. I'll give you money. You give it on. You're paying for anything. You pay for everything anyway, man. So why don't you just bribe them a little bit? Like 10 bucks, you read your Bible every night. You, you're going to give them that money anyway. You don't think so? Yeah, okay. You better learn from me. You're paying for everything. So why not get a benefit out of it? You know what I'm saying? They're gonna, they're gonna, they, they, they need lunch, they need this, they need clothes, they need things. Just say, all right, read your Bible, I'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah, you're gonna get off cheaper letting them read the Bible because I'm telling you, man, they're wearing you out. Watch this real quick, okay? Now I say that the heir. Are you a, what, what wrong, what wrong, is, oh, let me show it to you, let me show it to you, KJ. Ash, you're doing so good. We're gonna get, get Ashley a gift card. Tell her to go to dinner. She's been putting up with me for too long right make sure you take him tell him he needs to come to church to see me too romans 8 17 let me see go to romans 8 17 i think i'm right probably wrong yeah no i'm not i'm right at romans 8 17 go to romans 8 17 and go back to galatians chapter 4 you all right give me more time stop pretending like you got somewhere to go y'all came to church might as well stay billy said amen Go to Romans 8, 17. King James is great. We'll stay in King James. We're going to come. Who give me five more minutes? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. I got an hour. I just got an hour. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And if children, you, you, are, you, are, you, are you a child of God? Then you are what? Then you're an heir and heirs of God. And then a joint heir with who? Right, so that means you got the benefit package from Jesus and God. You hardwired in the blessing, correct? Am I reading this right? Come on, you got to read. Read, meditate, marinate, situate. Come on, let's go. I don't know, I made situate up. Come on, right? If so be, you got to suffer with him. You're already suffering anyway, so praise be to God. Take the benefit, right? Suffering from sin. And if you're children, then you're what? Heirs of who? Heirs of who? God and join heirs with who? That means you in partnership. That means what Jesus bought and paid for, you got what? Co-heirship with. And God from heaven gave you what? An inheritance. You an heir to the throne of God and what my brother Jesus did on the cross. Is that true? Yes, it is. Now go to Galatians chapter 4 and 1. You better hold on. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. Now I say that the who? Who's the heir? As long as the 
heir acts like a an immature one. A child is, is an immature being. That's what he's trying to say. As long as the heir acts like a child, he differs nothing from a servant. Though we be, I'm going to throw something. How can you not get this? Are you here? See, this is how you got to reprogram yet. He said, you're an heir, but as long as you keep acting like a child, an immature being, you ain't going to act like someone that's Lord of all. Who's Lord of all, John? You Lord of all, baby. Who's Lord of all, Joel? You Lord of all. I ain't, well, wait a minute. Now, what is it based upon? The revelation of how I see myself, not what God said, because God already said I'm Lord of everything. So do you see yourself like a servant? Or do you see yourself like an heir? And then if you're going to roll like an heir, who's going to start rolling like a Lord? And then you want to know something else? I'll trip the whole religious package. Then who's going to start acting like God? Because he said, what is man that thou art mindful of him that you made him a little lower than God? Did you just say you made yourself equal with God? No, I said I made myself just a little lesser than God, but not too far off. Why? Because that's where he put me. And he said, do you not know that you are gods in the earth? He said, act like God. Walk like God. Talk like God. Call those things that be not as though they were like God. Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. But he who the child is under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the father. Verse 3, we're going to go a little bit, and look what it says. Even so, when we were children, immature ones, we were where? We were in bondage under the elements of the world. For, watch this. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman and under the law. Keep going. To redeem them that were under the law, that they might receive the adoptions of sons. Sounds like Romans. You were adopted. You were bought back. You've been redeemed. You know what redeem means? Somebody paid for you. They paid the ransom for you. Redeemed you. Put you back in place. Keep going. Look right here. And because you were sons, God had sent forth what? The spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Don't that sound like Romans? We just read it. Look at verse 7. Wherefore, Thou are no more a servant. But uh, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. Well, who you mean an heir? What's an heir mean? You royalty, baby. Look at your neighbor say you royalty. Look at your other neighbor say you a king. Come on. That's the place God gave you. I'm, I'm, you, ever, you, you ever see the king? You ever see the king? Now, you don't understand this in a democracy, but have you ever been somewhere where there's a king? When the king speaks, everybody obeys whether he's nuts or not. This is why we do, this is why we have democracy here. You understand this? Because if you just got a king, if the joker goes off the rail, too bad. Everybody goes with it. So we try to have a democracy within the country, which is needing all the help it can get. Let's just leave it at that, right? Where you at least have a balance where you don't have rule going off the rail. Because if you just got a king, the king can go crazy and the next thing be a mess. Got news for you. We got a king from the eternal being. He ain't never going to lose it. He ain't never going to be jacked up. He ain't never going to mess up. All he's going to do is see us rule and reign in our heavenly identity. And the faster you get a revelation that you're an heir to the throne, the faster you're going to get a progressional blessing in the earth where you're not going to ask for it. You're going to demand it because why? If it wasn't mine, God wouldn't give me the ability to ask for it. But he already said I can have it. 
So what's it based on? One thing, your revelation of how you see yourself. It ain't got nothing to do with what God said. God already said, but do you see it? Because until you see it, you can't have it. But once you see it, you can have it. And when you have it, you demand it. And then you don't live with nothing less than the best. Nothing less than the best. Why? Because that's where he put me. The best was made for you, baby. Nobody else. Don't you listen to Ding Dong trying to tell you something different. That's the best. I'm an heir. And if I'm an heir to the throne, I got an inheritance from heaven. What that inheritance say? That's what you hang on to. All. All blessings. What's Ephesians 1.3 say? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Who hath blessed you? Put Ephesians 1.3 up there. Real quick. Who hath blessed you with what? All. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who hath. He ain't going to do it. He already did it. Who hath blessed you. With all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. I got news for you right now. You got all spiritual blessings. Right inside of you. Because heavenly places. Colossians 1.27. Christ in you. The hope of glory. It's in you. The blessings inside of you. The supernaturals inside of you. Everything you need is inside of you. That's why the Bible said. He made man a living soul. He made man a speaking spirit. So you can speak forth and draw out those blessings to change your world. Now all you got to do is reprogram your head. That's all. Keep reprogramming your head. Stay in here long enough, I'll, I'll beat it out of you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to start happening here. Listen to me, I already know it. I'm already shot out. I'm shot out already, bro. The phone's ringing. We're going. They're calling. And it's coming. And it's going to get even more. I'll be here Sunday, but I ain't going to be here during the week. It's happening. Why? I'm going to go so deep and pull God in so strong. I'm going to go set the whole church free that wants to hear it. But not everybody want to hear this stuff. Not everybody want to hear this stuff. They want to play church. They want to go be, you know, they want to go communicate, be communicated to. Go be communicated to. God bless them. I love them. I'm telling you right here now, you better get ready. I don't care if I got to come here and sit here for three hours with you people. People that are hungry, I'm going to get it to you. People that don't want to do it, I'm, I ain't got no time for that. I appreciate you, but you do your thing. I'm going to tell you right here now, the work it's going to take to reprogram your mind is going to take some work. So don't come in here and be all like, you know, oh man, how long he going he gonna to hit us? I want you to reprogram your head because I want you to get it. That's all. I'm not rough about it, but you know how much work it takes to reprogram your mind? You think renewing your mind is easy? Give me a break, dude. It ain't, bro. You got to beat religion out of your head. It's going to take hours of work. I'll do the work. I ain't got no problem. And what happens is through, you got to remember this. Through manifestation, the miraculous is imparted. That's why you pay me to be great. I can give it to you on a platter, but you got to come in here ready to receive. You got to start going to bed early on Saturday. You got to come in here so ready to get it. Why? Because if I went to go see John in the office, he's going to be prepared to see me. If I go see Joel in the business, I say, Joel, I want this done. We need to do business. He's going to be ready for that meeting. He ain't going to jack around all week. If I go to Georgia and say, hey, let's go sit. Me and Liz are going to come sit in the office. You're going to be prepped, ready to go, books ready to go. Here's what you need to do. They don't waste time. Movers and shakers don't waste time. You come in here, it's time to go to work. I did the work. I did the prep. You would say, sign here. I'd go sign. You'd say, do this. I'd sign. You'd say, do this, sign. You'd do the same, sign. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. If I go see Fran, he ain't going to waste my time. He already did the back work. It's ready to go. Just sign the documentation. He sent it auto doc. I don't even got to go. Why? Because they're ready to go to work. They do their stuff. They mastered their craft. He got the best stuff going. People recognize it. They're going to see it even more. I want to do business with you. They don't know why I'm prophesying. See what I'm saying? 
I didn't go in that bathroom and say, what are we going to do in here? Call it, just do it, bro. He got it done. See what I'm saying? You come in here, just eat. Work. Grab it. He said, I'm an heir. I'm an heir. I don't ask him legal terminology. I don't even care. If he says do it, I do it. Why? That's what he's good at. I'm an heir, bro. I'm going to leave here today, talk like an heir, walk like an heir. I'm a king. Ain't nobody in my family been a king. Be the first one. Talk like it. Act like royalty. Respect it. Believe it. God said, I didn't say it. He said it. He said you're an heir and a joint heir with Christ. We program your head. Come here, grab it. Said air. I'm going to go get that air. I'm going to go and then come back next week, get more and more and more and more and more and more and more until this thing starts sinking in, sinking in and sinking in and sinking in to the point where you can't even understand. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.